Hey there. Welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna, a podcast where we have real and honest talk while finding the positive in the imperfections, whether in homeschool, faith, health, or overall life. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, certified health coach, medical professional, and eternal optimist. I will tell you that I am struggling with the optimism today. It's been a day. It's been a week. I am currently sitting in my van. If you hear birds chirping, it's because I have one that's literally chirping right over my shoulder. And I'm not at home. I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of my church. My husband and I had decided that maybe we would try to set up my podcast area in my old office whenever I was our children's pastor for my church. However, after hurrying up and getting over there, after dropping my kids off to gymnastics, going home to take a Zoom call with a future interviewee, and then rushing over to the church, I realized that I got my schedule switched up. I was supposed to have done an interview today, and I thought, well, I still have it happening. As of right now, it's not for a couple more hours, but whenever I originally was planning to come over here to record ahead, like I had about an hour to get all set up, only to realize that I actually had like three hours. So then, thankfully though, I get over here, I get it set up, my husband was great with helping me get a few things set up for my laptop, and I plug it all in, and the lights are those old... I don't even know what they're called, but you know, like the old long (laughs) lights. Yeah, I have no idea what they're called. I'm sure that you're listening and you're like, I know what they are. They're this. And well, I'm not perfect. I know. Shocker. (laughs) So then we heard that and I thought, well, maybe I can edit that out. It'll be fine. And then the air conditioner is so loud. And don't get me wrong. I love my church. I have grown up in this church. My dad has been my pastor and I love it here. I love my old office. And I was really hoping it was going to work. I actually found an old rabbit fur that I had gotten in Branson, Missouri as a kid. And it was in there still. And so I put that up trying to add some padding, tried some different maneuvers, even tried switching rooms. And alas, it is not working. So since I don't have time to get it all set up for this recording, I'm just putting it to the side and like, okay, to the van we shall go. In the meantime, I'm sitting here waiting for my mother-in-law to pick up my kids from gymnastics to bring them to me so that we can go home and have lunch, only to turn around and have to get myself set up to do the interview an hour later. It's fine. Everything's fine. Speaking of interviews, so, you know, I've been very open and honest about having anxiety and learning to deal with that. So I've been in this group since January for podcasters, and it's where you can find a guest or you can look for other podcasts that are looking for guests and you can be a guest on theirs. And I've commented on a few, but I hadn't really, well, not even really, I hadn't at all put myself out there to find guests. Up until this point, I have been having people on the podcast that either I knew personally or or at least felt comfortable in talking to them. So I decided to put myself out there, totally expecting no one to really respond. I was like, there's no way. (laughs) What are the chances? Lo and behold, kiss my foot. I tell you what, I put my post up 
telling people, hey, I talk about homeschooling and faith and health and finding the positive. And I had people actually commenting wanting to be on my show. Some of them were homeschool moms. Some of them were health and nutritionists. Others were specifically about faith. And so I was like, okay, God is just going to let me go with this, with the anxiety, (laughs) right? And so I told the Lord, you know, I wanted to have discernment as to who to have on the show. And I began reaching out to different people. Whenever you ask the Lord to help you through things, sometimes his answer is yes. Like he still heals people today. I truly believe that. And he can choose to heal you. He can also choose to tell you, not right now. You know, now's not the time. But he can always use and will always use everything to bring glory and honor to him. Sometimes it has to do with building you up. Sometimes it has to do with other people. So in my anxiety, I threw myself out there and then I went from being excited that people commented about wanting to be on the show to completely like, oh, what have I done? (laughs) And so interesting enough, I've got some people scheduled out all the way through the end of the year to talk to and have on the show and get to know them to see if they would fit in the show. I have a girl coming on eventually that lives in Israel. I have someone that's in the UK. I have someone that's just a couple of states over from me that's actually going to be here next week on the show. There have been some incredible people, and I haven't even finished talking to everybody yet. And I'm telling you that because honestly, here it is Tuesday, early afternoon. I've had a long couple of days, and so I hadn't recorded yet. And so now... Of course, this is me sitting in my van telling you guys about my anxiety and my thoughts. And that brings me to the fact of finding a joy in learning. When I started this podcast in January, I had a general idea of what I wanted to be able to do. I've always been told that I talk too much. I need to cut my story short, not be so detailed, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought that was a bad thing. So now I get to just talk until I'm done talking. And if one person listens, that's fine. If 50 people listen, that's cool. If more than that listen, that's cool too. If no one listens, there's still a purpose because I feel like, and I hope and pray that the Lord is speaking to my life. And if I'm able to reach somebody else, that's just icing on the cake. I want to be used by God. I don't want my life to just be about me. It is not about me at all. And yet the Lord just continues to show up. And honestly, I know that he's going to show up for you. And I don't have this episode typed out. I don't have really any notes except for just like a list of things that are the idea that I was going with for this episode. But the majority of it, I'm just sitting here and I'm just talking to you. If you're not interested, then that's okay. But The joy of learning in life should be something that I think that so many people should strive to go after. See, whenever we started our homeschool journey, I was doing it. We were doing it for several different reasons. We couldn't afford the expensive private school. We knew we didn't want our child going to the public school. Then there was the idea of I was trying to protect my son because I knew he had a 
a lot of separation anxiety and that kind of stuff. I also had separation anxiety. I do feel like the Lord was preparing the way even then. So sometimes whenever we think that we're on a path for a certain reason, we don't see what the future is. So I didn't know that however many years later, I think seven years now later, I didn't know that my view and my reason for homeschooling was going to be different than what it was then. I didn't know that this was actually being done for even on a grander scale of things. And I know homeschooling isn't for everybody and that's okay. Do I think that it should be for everybody? Yeah, sure. Actually, I do. But we've learned, I've learned to let go of certain things, certain expectations. I've learned that my goal for my children is more than what a goal of a teacher is in a school setting. I've learned that my job as a parent is much more on a grander scale than I ever thought. Not only that, but I have begun learning alongside of my children, and I started learning these things that I thought I knew growing up, and then some things I kind of question. I'm like, did I ever actually learn that in school, or is that something that I forgot? Because, see, whenever I was in school, I memorized things to pass tests. Let's just be honest. Maybe there are people out there, maybe you are someone that you're like, oh no, I learned the things because I enjoyed it. I didn't, okay? I just didn't. When I was in fourth grade, I remember that I would study at home with my dad. We would do history and math, and I really started struggling with math at fourth grade. Just for the record, my oldest is now past that grade, and I am still surviving with math and actually enjoying it. So there is hope for everyone. But whenever I was in fourth grade, I remember that I would study at home and I would get it. My dad would help me through the problems. I would answer the questions. All was well. And I would go to school and I would completely bomb the entire test. And my dad was even like, she knew it. We went over it at home. She knew it at home. And then after talking to the teacher, I don't even remember the teacher's name. It was a guy. But they figured out that they were going to try to test me by doing it orally. So while everyone else was taking the test, I would either go out into the hallway or go to his desk and he would read me the questions, give me the multiple choice answers, and I would tell him the answers. He did not lead me to the answer anything. He would just have me tell him. And I started passing the test. Now, was I acing every single one? No. Was I ever like an A honor roll student? I don't really think so. I mean, maybe I was maybe like first grade, but even then I don't think so because I hated math. It took a teacher and my parent working together to figure out what was going to work best for me. Now, I could not go the rest of my school life by taking tests that way. It just wasn't conceivable in a school setting. And that's of no fault of anybody's. It's just how it is. So now that I'm homeschooling my kids, I'm learning things that, again, I have no idea. Whenever I was in high school, I dreaded history and math and science. It just wasn't fun to me. I wanted to socialize. I wanted to flirt with the boys. Now that I'm homeschooling, I'm learning things with my kids. And my kids laugh at me, especially my son. He laughs at me because we'll read stuff in the math book. We do Life of Fred now. This year, we've been doing that and. Highly recommend. I think I've mentioned it before. I don't know, but I love it. And I am sitting here and there is a, um, what is that animal? 
Oh my goodness, he's so cute. I'm going to take a picture of him because he's so cute and I'm going to post it on my social media. Because <laughs> he's just hanging out on this like broken down, that's so funny, this broken down thing. He's just enjoying himself over there. So we've been doing Life of Fred, my son and I. Now my daughter wants to do it. And it's not just math. It is a math curriculum. It's in story form, not tons of questions, but it also goes over other things like historical things, biblical things, even like art and just like art history type of things. There's grammar in there, all kinds of different topics, even though the main focus is math. It still teaches on other subjects. And there's been things that we've learned. And I've turned to my kid and I'm like, I had no idea that that was a thing. And he'll say, really? I'm like, yeah, again, have no idea if that was something that I never learned in school or if I memorized for a test. But how sad is it that our kids, at least me whenever I was growing up, so I'm assuming for you as well, that we just learned things, but we didn't actually learn them. We just memorized them to pass a class. And now that I'm in my 40s, raising my own kids, I'm like, man, I wish I would have been able to learn more. So we've been doing this thing besides Life of Fred, we've been doing something called fun schooling this year. And if you haven't heard of it, I highly encourage you to look it up. Even if you're not a homeschooling parent, if you are just a parent, or even if you're not, you just want to be able to like to um, I'm so distracted by this animal, guys. I don't even know what he's leaning on at this point, but he's super cute. Oh, and now there's a cardinal. I get to sit out here and look at nature. I wish like I, I need to do this live. I need to do a video so I can sit and show it to you guys. Anyway, okay. This is how my brain works. So I don't really know how much I'm going to edit out of this. Um, you're welcome to speed up the conversation if you want to. But we've been doing fun schooling this year and it's by the thinking tree. It's a the creator, the original creator, is Sarah Brown. She's a mom of 15. Yes, one, five. Some are adopted. Some are biological. All are her children. And she created this. Her story is wonderful. She's written a book about her story. But the idea is that there's different journals. Some, are, some of them are core journals, so they cover all different subjects. Others are subject-specific. But the idea is that you allow your children to have a say in their interests. Because we learn better whenever we're interested in what we're learning about. We're not memorizing things whenever we're interested in learning what, what we're interested about, you know. You allow the kids to look at the journals, order the, you know, you can order them based on their interests. And then they go to the library and you gather library books or documentaries. You look up things online. You can look on YouTube. You can learn, look on things like Curiosity Stream. But you build a learning process around your child's interests. So my son is very interested in technology, electronics, chemistry, that sort of thing. He loves coding and he loves experimenting. He loves building things out of cardboard, thinks it's the greatest thing. And he's really good. I mean, honestly, he built a chair out of cardboard that you could actually sit in. How cool is that? So what we did is that we got books that interested him they're both interested in Minecraft, so she does have Minecraft types of books, of journals. They picked those out. There are PDFs. There are printed versions. We have a mixture of both. Then we go to the library. You find 
things that they're interested in. And so we got some coding books for him. He was also interested in art. And so we do all these things. And, and then he fills out the journal using his books. And some things are not super easy. He is not a big fan of writing, although we have started doing cursive. And he actually does enjoy doing cursive because it's a smoother writing process. So if you have a kid or you know of a kid that is struggling no matter how old they are, or maybe you struggle... If they're struggling with writing or something similar to that, I highly suggest if you have not done cursive, let them learn cursive. You can find stuff free online. Try that because it just, it may just work. I don't know if it will, but it may. So we've been doing fun schooling, life of Fred, and finding this joy of learning. And the thinking tree has some things that are for moms specific. There is a dad's journal There is Proverbs a day. So there's biblical ones that older children can use or adults. You build it around you and you find out what you want to learn about. So as an adult, what is it that you want to learn? And I know you're probably like, Courtney, what is the whole point of this episode? Because I have been able to grow as a person, not just as a mom, but also as a mom throughout our homeschooling journey up to this point especially this past year, my mindset has shifted just a little bit. And I don't mean that in like some weird process of, ooh, mind mind shift stuff. No, I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about sometimes I think we get so caught up in the regular everyday stuff, our routines, how it's always been, that we figure that once we get to a certain point of our age that we're just kind of like done learning. And that's not the case at all. Because we should always be striving to learn. And I don't mean that just in like the educational sense of school subjects. I mean that on all different things. What is it that you would like to know more about? It can be something huge. How something works. The history of something. How to do something. Like learn a new skill. It can be anything. But in that joy of learning. This past year I have grown with my children. And I pray that I continue to grow. Because as I've mentioned before, I use this app called Bible in One Year. And every day, it's a devotional type of thing. And there is three different sections of scripture. One is for wisdom, so it's usually in Psalms or Proverbs. There's one for New Testament and then one for Old Testament. There's a prayer after each section and a commentary after each section. And I'm now on day like 150 something, whatever day of the year it is. That's what day I'm on. And through that, along with doing these things with my kids, along with daily prayer and conversations with people and just being aware of what's going on on a bigger level, it's so easy to get caught up in social media and see the drama, see the latest upset, the latest fads, you know, what have you. We get so caught up in these minute things really that's what they are they're minute things we get stressed out because we get so focused on the wrong things we engulf ourselves in the stresses of life and I've been there through doing the bible in one year app I have had questions it has caused me to look a little bit deeper into things I have plugged in to my dad 
asking him questions. I'm totally having him on the show soon. So by the way, dad, I know you listen to this. We've got to get us set up to get an interview on here. Probably several times. Let's be honest, because I'd love to talk Bible with him. But oh, he's just such a joy. He's got some good stories. He's got such a great way of of thinking things through and seeing things. And so I've been able to have conversations with him because I want to learn. I want to learn more because I feel like I've spent a lot of my life learning things just to get by. I don't know if you watch the show The Chosen. Highly suggest it. It's a free app. You can go to, I think it's The Chosen TV net or something like that. I don't know. I'll link it in the show notes. But you can look up the Chosen app on any phone. I think you can also look it up on YouTube. And I think they recently got it up on Peacock TV. But it's free. And I highly suggest it. It's not something that is supposed to take the place of scripture. And they make that very known. But it really has brought about like a different way of seeing the Bible stories and Between that and my Bible app, I'm learning stories that I never knew as a kid. And I'm a pastor's kid. And that's nothing against my parents at all. Because some of the stories I'm learning about, probably not the best for young children to hear. Just because it can be intense. And I don't think that we have to learn everything as a child. As a child, our job is to be a child. And how wonderful it is that we get the opportunity, no matter what age we are, to learn. And I just, I want to encourage you that it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things what you're doing in your life right now. Money isn't everything. And the things that we see as important, the things that we see as what we need to focus on, unless you feel like God has led you to focus on that. I know it's hard, but try not to stress about those things. I've had a rough couple of days. And by rough, I don't mean like I feel like I'm falling apart because I'm not falling apart. I, I am fine. But I can see where my ability to grow and my ability to continue to grow has helped me just recently because my mind frame is different when you are constantly on that journey of learning, being open to learning, you start to figure out how to balance those things that you once saw as struggles. My anxiety of having people on the show, don't get me wrong, like the idea of getting to know somebody that I've never met before and not only meeting them, but meeting them on Zoom where we see each other face to face. Some people don't mind that at all. That terrifies me. And yet, time after time, each of these people have been wonderful. These ladies that I've been talking to just have been such a blessing. And I can see where some of these conversations have been directed by the Lord to connect me with them. Whether that is their message that they have to come to you as a listener to share on the show. Whether it's an opportunity for me to be an encouragement to them or them be an encouragement to me to help us learn together from each other. When we stop trying to look around us, when we stop trying to get up every day and say, what is it that is ahead of me today? Instead of thinking, 
oh my goodness, I've got so much to do today. There's so much ahead, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about the future. The Bible even tells you, don't worry about the future. You can't worry about the past. It's already done. You can't control anything in the future. All you can do is just live in this moment right now. And as soon as you take your next breath, guess what? That previous one is gone. You'll never get it back. So when we wake up every morning and we think of all the things that are coming in the week ahead or the month ahead, it can be overwhelming. But stay in the moment. Be open to what you can learn for the day. Be open to the people that are talking to you and that you are talking to. We don't know what the Lord has planned. We just have to pray that we are on his path. And guess what we are? Because God is not surprised. He is not surprised whenever we make a mistake. He is not surprised whenever we are a hot mess express. I just got a new shirt. I got, actually, confession, I got four new graphic t-shirts. But one of them says, hot mess, but Jesus still loves me. And I love that. Because it is true. We don't have to have it all together. We just have to trust. Have faith and trust and believe and continue to grow and to learn, to pray, to be the people that we have been created to be and know that we're not going to get it perfect all the time, but that's not a surprise to the one that created us. There are things that I'm learning about God at almost 42 years old that I either never knew about or it didn't really sink in, just like those things that I learned in school. I know all the Bible stories, all those big, big name Bible stories, you know, the typical ones that they teach you in church. I know all those. But man, when you begin to really seek truth and and seek the path that you are supposed to be on, that you are called to be on by your creator, that's exciting. I woke up this morning at work and it was a quarter till two and I was wide awake. I'd been asleep for almost four hours. I'd gone to bed early for mine, for, for me, and I was awake until at least five o'clock. And I'm sure at some point today... My body is going to crash. But you know what I did? I watched some YouTube worship videos, went ahead and did my devotional for the day, made some notes to contact my dad because I had some questions. <laughs> and then I finally fell back asleep for a couple hours before I had to get up at work. And things have been kind of hectic. And my day's not over yet. And I know that there will come a point in my life, just like as there will come a point in your life. Maybe you're facing it right now where you can't see past the struggle to find that good. You can't see past the other side. You can't, you don't understand the point. What's the point of your prayers either not being answered at all or being answered in a way that you didn't think that they should have been answered? But make a choice. Every day we have choices. Make the choice to learn and grow and see what it is that you're supposed to be learning from this experience. Are you supposed to be learning from the struggle? Is the struggle happening for you or to you? Let's be real. You don't have to know the future. You just have to keep taking one step at a time and trusting that it's all going to work out in the end. So, I don't know if that even made sense. You know, like I said at the beginning, I didn't have anything typed out. I just had a couple of lists of things. And 
maybe it's just for me. Maybe it's for me in the future because my dad always says that sometimes he preaches a sermon and he thinks, oh man, I'm going to have to, well, I don't know his his exact words, but basically he's going to have to eat it later. So like if he tells people, you know, he feels like the Lord's telling them to trust in the hard times, yada, 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 then, you know, or have patience with other people that differ in your opinion. And then he will have a situation come up during that week where he's having to practice what he preached. So maybe this is one of those situations. I find that sometimes whenever I'm doing devotionals in the morning on the way to work, as soon as I get to work, it's like the prayers that I prayed, not knowing what was ahead, are the prayers that I needed, that I was going to need that day. And it's not like I knew what was going to happen, but God did. So again, I don't know if this episode is for you, for me, for someone we know. I have no idea. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode and somehow, some way gained encouragement that no matter what your struggles may be, no matter where you're at in life, where your family is with life, there's always an opportunity to learn and to grow into the joy of learning. Not every day is going to be easy. It's not always happy-go-lucky in my house either, in my head. You know, none of us are perfect, but God, right? And Honestly, I'm hoping that this podcast finds those needing encouragement, needing support and community. If that's you, you have found a friend and me. Here I am. Hi, nice to meet you. Now, if you know of someone who would enjoy being a part, I would absolutely love for you to share it with them. Maybe you don't even know if it would speak to their hearts. Share it anyway. Be brave. I hope that you'll continue showing up as we find the good together. Remember, you are loved, and I am glad you're here. See you next time.